Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Political Straight Talk. I'm your host, the Political Superman, coming to you live from Coronavirus USA. We got more cases that are being diagnosed uh, here in my area. However, I'm going to start out the show with a couple of other things. The first thing is about people who intentionally try to harm animals, okay? It is widely known that I cannot stand cats. I just don't like cats, okay? But I would never harm a cat, not intentionally anyway, okay? And to the no-count son of a biscuit who intentionally swerved to hit one of our dogs today, um, you're a bastard. Listen, people, yes, dogs shouldn't be running out the road, but dogs do that. Dogs chase tires. Dogs do dumb things, okay? It's just the way it is. Um, swerve to miss the dog. Slow down. You know, don't don't swerve to hit the dog. From what I'm told, the dog's tooth was broken or something. Um, could have been a lot worse. Oh, but at the end of the day, guys, yes, humans are given dominion over animals, but we're to treat them with respect. So let's don't be stupid, okay? That's uh, that's the correct thing right there. He's at the hospital. I'm sorry? No. Um, nurse Amanda, who, you know, not only nurses humans, but animals too, Um worked her magic so we'll see but just irks me to no end that somebody would swerve to hit a dog Malachi saw them swerve to hit said dog and that just is you know just ain't right (laughs) and that dog ain't gonna move too fast anyway he's a uh, he's a big All right. Another thing that I want to cover before we get going is last night's technical issues. I have no idea what happened. Um, And I apologize to everybody for the runaround on that, which is primarily the reason we're redoing this evening and going to try and get it right and not have all the, the issues that we had. So, First of all, let me start out by thanking everybody that has a head and is using some common sense when dealing with this coronavirus uh, issue. And to those of you that are flaunting it and saying, you know, I can't get it, I can't get it, I can't get it. um, Yeah, yeah, I can. Prime example, this this is how the tentacles work. An individual at Tusculum University went on vacation, came back from vacation, spent a couple of days with a buddy and buddy's girlfriend. Buddy and buddy's girlfriend have now tested positive for the virus. The girlfriend was recently in Creekside Market 
down below my house. The employee at Creekside Market has symptoms, is going to be tested. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that individual works at Applebee's, came in contact with countless people before he even knew he had this virus. And yes, while for most of us it's not going to be a life or death situation, people we could be around, we could be silent carriers, and the people that we are around, it could be deadly. To my father, it can be deadly. To my grandmother-in-law and father-in-law, it could be deadly. To, um, you know, to many people. It could be deadly, and we could never know that we're carrying it. Okay, so people, let's use some common sense on this, number one. Number two, and most importantly, if you have the symptoms, dry cough, fever, runny nose, stay home. Okay, wash your hands, clean surfaces, do basic things that we should do anyway. Okay, don't rub your eyes, don't rub your nose, don't uh, rub your mouth. If you sneeze, sneeze into your elbow. Uh, Some common sense, you know, just some common sense stuff to do. Now, the time. 9.42 on the East Coast, 6.42 on the left Coast. And I am wondering, like everybody else is wondering, what in the hell the news article meant when it said people that are trying to transgender cannot get life-saving surgeries. (laughs) When I saw that article, when I saw the article, All I could do was shake my head and try to figure out what in the Hades was so life-saving about these surgeries. What, What are they saving except for a penis for a few more hours? I don't get it. Okay, and why anybody would even bother to make that a big deal, given what we're facing, is beyond me. Now, not gonna, not gonna get you know too much into it. I just simply was wondering what was life saving. They're all stressed out. Because these people are suicidal. They can off themselves at any moment now because they're in the wrong body. These people who was a man and now he wants to be a girl. If he doesn't get a ding dong, if he doesn't get the surgery, he may end his life or go catch corona. I'm devastated by it. Actually, it's. It's pretty much a non-story. It's it's vice that's trying to say we still exist. 
there's still gays and lesbians and trigenders and, and, and cisgenders and, and all of this crap in this country. Uh, never mind the flu and the old people that might die. Uh, no, never mind all that. Well, I know. It's pretty much the, the, the only part I was the homosexual left. Not all homosexuals are left. As a matter of fact, there are more Republican homosexuals than our Democrat homosexuals. By the no, way, no, no. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying the homosexual left, not the every homosexual is the leftist. I'm saying the homosexual left. This is their new argument. Just like the regular left is saying, they're calling it the Wuhan flu or uh, Kung flu or the virus from China is racist. This is the same principle. The liberals need something to bitch about, and that's their topic for this uh, for this uh, demographic. Okay, so I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't want to a lot of time on. I'm not bashing people that are gay. I'm not. I just want to know what the life saving part of these surgeries are, and why this they felt the need. To put in there, transgenders not able to get life-saving surgery because it's not a matter of life or death. You know, yes, some may be suicidal, but that's more of a mental issue and not a physical issue. All right. So before I get into the fiasco that is known as the Senate at the moment. Let's go to another topic, and let's just go ahead and get that one out of the way. And, you know, when doing these shows, I write stuff down and get ready for them. And occasionally I'll run across stuff that I'm just like, okay, here you go. Well, this is one of them, because I wasn't even going to bring him up. But I guess I need to, and I'm, I'm going to bring up Ojo Biden. Okay. Hello, Joe. As I mentioned yesterday, Joe Biden has decided that beginning as soon as Monday, he's going to hold a press conference when President Trump holds a press conference and basically tell everybody what he would do if he were president. Um, I can't stupid. wait. But there's something else that he's doing that not a lot of people are talking about, and that is he's using this pandemic to raise money. Okay? And stories that I've seen cropping up in the past couple of days, and I suspected beginning last Thursday that they would probably begin popping up, and that is Governor Cuomo. I got to tell you, Governor Cuomo, as much as I disagree with everything he stands for, has handled this pretty masterfully. Yeah, he has. Okay? And if there's anybody in the Democratic Party right now that looks presidential, it is Governor Cuomo. Now, why could this be an issue? Because Joe Biden ain't got no brains. Everybody knows his mind is mush. Okay? 
I don't know what's causing it to be mush, but it's mush. Then you've got feeling the burn. The only burn he's going to feel is the fire that they light under his ass to send him home. So who can really come out and lead the Democratic Party? There isn't anybody. But from the virus comes Andrew Cuomo, and he may pop up at the convention. Another voice that is ironically absent from all of this is one Hillary Clinton, or as she is known in Republican circles, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah she has quiet. I wonder why. Maybe she's got it. No, sorry. No. Now, if you're if you're being advised by a strategist, the strategist tells you to shut up and sit tight. She's too mean to right get now, it. President Trump is handling this very masterfully. Yeah, he is. Any Democrat that attacks him right now looks stupid. Okay, and we're getting ready to roll into the Senate daily here, and Democrats just don't get it. Okay. So the Senate today voted, and there are five Republicans out, one of which has the corona uh, virus. Dr. Rand Paul has the, has the virus. So the vote failed 47, uh, 47, 4, and 49, or 48, 47 against, whatever it was, it failed. Now, why is that important? Well, that's easy because Democrats held it up because Democrats want to put stuff in this bill that this bill's not about. Right. Okay. And Democrats, I don't know if they think they've, I don't know if they think they've got an upper hand here because they don't. All people are going to know is that the Democrats blocked them getting a check in the mail. That is very bad politics. And which is why, because McConnell knew the vote was going to fail when he put it to the floor. McConnell's playing a little politics, too. <laughs> Putting the Democrats he, on the record. Well, why didn't he wait until these senators were back to take the vote? Because he wanted the vote to fail. Listen. I don't give a damn what anybody says about Mitch McConnell. He knows what he's doing. He's now put the Democrats on record voting against a stimulus package for the American worker. Okay, every one of them are on the record. So Nancy Pelosi, who rolled back into town today, announced that the House will have a stimulus bill ready to go. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'll be dead on arrival. Between Nancy and McConnell, the more shrewd politician is McConnell. 
Nancy's an amateur compared to McConnell. Okay? McConnell put their ass on the record. And if you think that all day tomorrow, Republicans aren't going to be out there saying, look, we voted, they voted against it. We needed 60 votes. Now, most likely what's going to happen, Democrats are going to start getting pressure. I know that two Republican groups are bombarding the um, the phone centers and the fax machines right now with calls and letters. So Democrats will, Democrats are going to be under the under the bush. You're going to see them. You're going to see them really pushing to get this bill to get this bill done. The bill's not dead. It just didn't. It didn't clear the procedural vote. Um, but Democrats have to know they're on the losing end of this. Wow. Okay. I just, a couple yeah. other things. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it's very stupid when Pelosi comes out. We're going to do our own bill. Yeah, full of pork. If you want pork, go to Arby's. I mean, but. This is so clear-cut, and you can't even for once come together and cross the aisle. Well, I don't think they're going to find a lot of pork at Arby's because Arby's is all about the beef. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. They do have uh, bacon in though. Yeah, they do have bacon. There's always that one. You said you wanted everybody to participate. <laughs> I did. So we, in our state, in, in Tennessee, and I, I'll bring this up because Tennessee's been kind of behind the ball on some of this stuff. Um, our esteemed governor sent out an edict today to shut down bars and restaurants with the exception of takeout and drive through well, most restaurants here had already done that. There are a few, such as Applebee's, who chose not to yep. do that. Restaurants uh, open down here. The next order, and and people need to get ready for this, and other states too, it will come this week. We are going to see shelter-in-place orders. Okay. Because we are, instead of seeing this thing start to wane itself out, we're seeing a sudden spike. And this because is before, people are just going to get infected. This is ridiculous. This is before, We've had two deaths in the this, state of Tennessee. Two. This, this is before mass testing began. Because mass testing has not, and I repeat in big letters so that everybody understands this, not begun yet not in the south it has begun in a lot of other places it has not here okay the number of tests that have been run in the state of tennessee at this point is a little less than ten thousand okay now why is that important well that's important because that's not even a blip of our population with davidson county having the uh, one of the epicenters of this, they should have all of them folks, well, hell, just send a white van through the projects and 
test them. Hmm. But, and I don't mean that to be mean. I'm, I mean that to be truthful. I mean, look at where this is, where the epicenters are. But, but didn't Fanucci say, or somebody else today, if you don't have symptoms, you don't need to be tested? Yeah. Right. Fanucci did say that. However, we've got a slight problem with that logic. There are now three positive cases that they showed no symptoms. No. Okay. Where were none. they? Uh, one in Davidson County, one in Sullivan County, and one in Greene County. They showed no symptoms. The only so then why, were they, they, why were they tested? Why were they tested then? Because because they were in proximity to someone else who had it. They did that again. That's what happened today here. What happened yesterday in Davidson County and Sullivan County is that the people that, the ones that had the symptoms were tested. Here are the people that they've come in contact with. They were tested, and voila, here we are. So... You know, I think this is, it's, and we've said this from the get-go, um, and, and I'm one of the ones that have said that people were overreacting to this a little bit. And I still think there's some overreaction, but here's what I, I think there's a lot of people out there right now that are carrying it that don't think they have it, Okay. I think there's a lot of people out there that had it in November and December and the first part of January and never knew they had it. That'd be me. Okay. Because one yep. of the things that I'm one of the things that I'm hearing from people is that even in my own family is that they had something that was, and I quote, mimics the flu. Well, the coronavirus mimics the flu okay and i'm hearing a lot of people say that that oh they went to these clinics in no late november early december uh early january before all of this really blew up and oh well it's something that mimics the flu it ain't the flu but it mimics the flu well the only other thing out there that mimics the flu is something that Amanda brought up is the H5N1, and it is uh, more prevalent in poultry than in humans. So here's what I, based on people I've talked to, articles I've read, but things they, I've listened to. They diagnosed someone in China with that strain just last week. Correct, and I know you told me that. So, and and that may be the next thing. That's what Amanda was talking about when she asked me to mention it. Was that this could be the next, you know, the next viral infection coming down the line? So, based on everything that I've I've heard, read, talked about in the past week, 
And, you know, we're all on top of this. Every one of us are on top of this, reading, getting as much information as we possibly can. Here's what I think based on what I know today. Okay, number one, we are, it is going to get worse. We are going to see a crap ton of cases. Okay, to the point of, you know, getting into the double digits of the percentage of our population. Okay, so for those of you, be wise, you know, follow the follow the steps. If you're told to stay home, non-essential, stay home, uh, I'm just going to be the first to tell you. They give me a stay-home order. Um, I'm packing my go bag, and I'm going to my another home <laughs> that ain't here. Okay, so number one. Number two. If you're told to stay home, in all seriousness, guys, try to stay home. You know, if you need to go out, go out. Take basic precautions. But I see people going out just to be going out right now. You know, I see things. I, I, I've heard people, oh, I ain't worried about this flu. I ain't worried about this. And to a degree, most people don't need to be worried about it. But why take unnecessary risks? Okay? If you have parents that are elderly, you could be a silent carrier. Okay, you could come in contact with somebody that has it. Just take precautions. That's all I'm saying. There are going to be more states shutting down. Everybody get ready for that. I had a lady tell me today that her, the owner of her convenience store has said that they are an essential business and they will not be closing down because they offer gas and groceries. Um, I looked it up under uh, the State of Emergency Act, and guess what is not listed as essential businesses? Liquor stores. stores. Convenience stores, liquor stores, whatever. Grocery stores are listed as essential. And what do grocery stores have in their parking lots? Gas stations. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Kroger, Walmart, Food City, uh, Publix. I'm keeping my tank full. I'm sorry? I'm keeping my tank full. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, most people should. Gas has dropped about another dime per gallon in the past couple of days. Although I did take a ride west. Out eight forty when the sun was out today. I self quarantined in my car. Well, there's no problem with, with people quarantining in their car. It's all those that want to go gather and hang out. Yeah. With the sunroof open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did see some potential school uh, property though. <laughs> well, DeSantis well, finally had the close the beaches because of these selfish spring breakers. And five of them have already testified. Yes, I assume DeSantis would do that. Um, There are are issues um, in Florida right now. Three sheriff's departments in the major metropolitan areas have, have officers that have tested positive. So the tentacles... 
the te- the tentacles are are popping out. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've heard a lot of people worried about losing their jobs. Um, at one place, the employees were told if they go home sick or not, they lose their job. Uh-huh. Um, let me explain something to you, people. When you're under a state of emergency, and the government, whether it be your state, local, or federal, says, hey, if you've got this, dot, 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 stay home, you cannot be fired. Okay? If you are fired, you file a federal lawsuit, and you will become the new owner of whatever establishment fired you. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, simple as that. Yeah. This whole this whole corona business is it ain't nothing to sneeze at, especially to our older population and our sick population. <laughs> okay. And, you know, people that have respiratory problems, because this is a respiratory virus. Now, what, you know, yeah, I'm not going to hang too much more on coronavirus because there's other news, believe it or not. Canada, Canada has just dropped out of the Olympics. Um, You know, the Olympics... The Olympics, the Olympics are going to be postponed most likely. Um, the Olympic Committee has said they're going to take four weeks and discuss it all with the various broadcasters and whatnot. Jesus. Uh, by the way, have you all seen the scrambling of the networks to fill TV time without their basketball games? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the poor, uh, poor CBS and the millions they're losing without the uh, the tournament. Well, I watched. I have watched the national championship game again. I've watched the um, SEC championship game again, and I've seen um, the uh, chicken nugget bowl again. Did you watch the one with Bama last night? Also. Also, we have a we have a cause of death in the future death of Harvey Weinstein. It will be of Corona, probably sometime this week. <laughs> yeah, I saw the D. news Clinton, article where it D. said she has the Corona. The Clintons has have made it very publicly known that he has Corona. He is on a he has an iron lung. He's in an iron lung. They found one big enough to fit his ass. And he's he's pretty much going to be on life support. So he should be dead by Wednesday, but it could be pushed as far as Friday. Because his his heart's stopping, he's walking with a walker, and he needs needs Viagra to rape other actresses. So, yeah, he's going to be dead soon. So the question is, when he was in the hospital after he was found guilty, is that when he got it? Who knows? But I think know. sure that's when he got it. Kink, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Never mind the suffocation never... marks on his neck and the bruising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, according to, according to one, according to one uh, actress that he did, um, he has no. 
testicles. Or no penis. I don't know what really the one. <laughs> well, I think the testicles were in Hillary's purse. Yeah, there we go. So if somebody goes and looks in her purse, they'll probably find them. Uh-huh. Along with Bill's and several other people's. All kidding aside, Harvey Weinstein should be an example for other liberals who want to support Democrats. Because if you look at the money that Harvey Weinstein has given to the Clintons and Obama over the years, plus the fundraising that he has done for these people, and when he was facing trial, these people did not lift a finger to help him. Yeah, they dropped him like a plague. <laughs> like a big old plague. And all, well, he has to be looking. At, he has to be coughing in his cell right now, saying, "Bill Clinton has raped probably more women than I have, and he's still walking around." <laughs> wow. Well, that's an admission. Do you think he said that so he can go to the hospital, or maybe he'll do a tell-all? Harvey Weinstein? Uh-huh. He'd be stupid if he does. He better, well, he better he make sure. Die. He could have died. He, he could have died. He better make sure he's on death's door for that one. Because if not. I mean, how old is he? Well, he's going to he die. Will, listen, if he does, he'll Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> He will. He will I commit mean, suicide. How old is he? How old is he? He just had a, a surgery. I mean, so he's his immune. Late sixties or early seventies. I'm not. I'm I not don't believe he has it. How old is Harvey Weinstein? I think that 68. he's going to be killed. He's going to be. He's going to be strength. He's going to be strangled uh, in his cell within the next few days. Well, they're they're setting it up. I agree. I, I think that I think he 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 will be dead within the next week or so. And I don't know that it's the corona. Yeah, be dead. Right. Mm-hmm. I said that's uh, the day when he he is one. He is one that knows too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. He knows too much. And I'm, I do agree with, with Tammy. Right now, I mean, what does he have to lose? And then she came out and she said, well, how are we supposed to know uh, what he did? <laughs> well, and Hillary had a new documentary coming out. I just saw it. Um, Another one? Advertised. You're talking, about, about, an hour you're talking about the you talking about the one that's on uh, Netflix? Yeah. yeah there's commercials. Good. It may not be new, but there's commercials. I'm starting to see commercials yeah. on it, though. Well, they're, tr- they're pushing it because Netflix, you know, Netflix, uh, the big wigs at Netflix donated a bunch of money to her presidential campaign. And the big wigs at Netflix are behind her. They're they're doing this to set her up for the convention. 
Yeah. Of course. So there, there's there's a lot of politics being played right now. Just the losers in the political battle right now are the Democrats. The Democrats are not winning the coronavirus political game. They're losing the political game. And they're trying to get the high road again, which is why you saw why you saw the network start running uh, get Trump off the airways crap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just people people had best be uh, all I can say to these networks. They're already hemorrhaging money, so my suggestion to them is to be um, very careful. And uh, watch out, because Democrats will suffer a bloodbath in the fall. As long as Trump continues to handle himself with this coronavirus thing and continues to make efforts to help people, you know, he doesn't have to solve all the problems. And the voters aren't going to hold that against him. Voters aren't expecting him to solve all the problems. Voters expect him to make an effort to make things better for them. And he's doing it. Where the problem that he's running into is that Democrats, and they've proven this again today, keep blocking his way. And I just can't understand what the Democrats' thinking is on this. They have to know that they're losing. They're losing the PR battle with this, which is why over the weekend you saw Jumpin' Joe have a severe case of diarrhea of the mouth and then somebody got smart and we haven't heard back from him in a little bit. Uh-uh. Because pointed out who was it that pointed it out? Dan Crenshaw. And he uh <clears throat> if I can find it here. Um y'all, I wish while he while she's looking for that, I wish that Geraldo and Dan Bongino. I wish somebody would sell tickets to their fight. Those two are like two. They're like two feral cats. Yeah, they are. Well, you know, are they going at it over? Oh, they go over all the time at each other. My money's on Dan. <laughs> My money's on Dan. Mm, where is this damn thing? Wait, wait, I have a theory on Joe Biden. Okay. I believe that when Joe when Joe Biden got his hair plugs, they went too deep, and it, they caused his brain to be um, Swiss cheese or popcorn. And I'm going to coin the title "popcorn brained" as to um. The medical issue of Joe Biden, who at this moment is waiting for his pudding cup. <laughs> no, he's waiting for his bedpan. <laughs> well, oh wow. Well, I, I feel. <laughs> Listen, I feel sorry for Jill Biden, and you know I'm no I'm no fan of hers, but I do feel sorry for her. Because they're exploiting, 
The Democrats are exploiting this situation. Okay. Yeah. And well, don't go like for her. Don't. They, got, they got money, and she knows that they're doing that, and she could put a stop to it. Well, maybe she could. I, I'm not so sure about that. Um, I, I I go by what I said the other night that yes, she does have a say in this. That's her husband. If my husband was getting up in front of the world and making a jackass out of himself because he's got dementia, you better best believe I would take him off the campaign trail. Absolutely. He would not be running for president. You know, she's well, just allowing the world to make fun of him. Would you do that to Amanda? I don't think so. No, I would. Oh. Now, Amanda might let them do that to me just for some payback. Probably. <laughs> no, but I, I, he has as much say in this as, you know, it's terrible what she's doing to him. Well, kind of embarrassing. How embarrassing! Notice, notice, Amanda did not disagree with. Probably not. <laughs> but well, that's because I missed what what was supposed to have. What was what would I have? What would I do if Fabian had dementia and was running for president? And the whole world was right. now making He wouldn't be running for president. Well, Thank I'm you. Exactly what we thought you would do. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that as a wife, you wouldn't be in the same position as Joe Biden, who is allowing her husband to get up there and acting the fool because he has dementia. And now the whole world is making fun of him because of that. And, you know, she could pull the plug on this ASAP in a heartbeat. So, I don't feel I sorry for something. Think about when, Hillary, when Bill was running for president and how there were all these accusations of Bill uh, fondling women, raping women, all this stuff. And um, Hillary stayed by his side. Monica Lewinsky happened. Hillary stayed by her, his side. Not what I heard. I think the idea of the woman wanting as much power as she can get, as much as that man has. When Bill Clinton was elected president, it was, he, he ran on the, on the fact that it was going to be two for the price of one. Hillary was going to be his co-president. And that was another selling point in 2016. Let's get President Clinton back into the White House. There's another two-for-one thing. How do we know that Jill Biden isn't being ambitious? Because they figure she figures she's been with this man for what 35 years. He's been in the he's been in the Senate forever. He's run. He's been VP. I want to stick with him. I want that same power that I'm going to get when I become the first lady. Because I saw what what uh, what, uh, what Michael Obama got to do and how he got to go to trips and all of this crap. So maybe it's her ambition as well. Or she might be the bad guy pushing this. Could be. Because I'm not sure 
I'm, I, I, I don't feel sorry for her. You looked at No, I don't feel sorry for her either. But I, I think she has as much to blame for this as the Democrats are. At this point, Joe Biden is just a puppet. He's, being, he's told to read this off the teleprompter and you get some tapioca at the end. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And I can understand the fact that they're looking at someone like uh, like Guido in New York and saying, well, we could get Guido to, to run for president. He might be able to beat Trump, which isn't going to happen. But huh. Well, the, the you days also that look I at the fact that the Bernie supporters are going to be like, wait, you're going to get another candidate to beat up my candidate with? They're not going to stand for it. So the Democrats at this point are between a rock, a hard place, and a transgender operation that won't happen. <laughs> oh, God. Here's some happy news. Megan McCain announces she's pregnant. Well, that's some positive news. Yes, she needs to stay home from the view and have a life. Yeah. Well, that's what she's doing. She's I doing can't. it by satellite. Yeah. I can't stand Megan McCain. I can't either. The only reason she got the only reason she got her radio show and and her television show now is because of the fact that her daddy was Johnny Boy. Exactly. Well, is there any crime? Is there any crime in her using her family name? Is she? Is she? No, it, no, no. It, it, but it's akin to to, uh, to someone like Chelsea Clinton, who uh, got a half a million dollar job on the Today Show, uh, spelling the word the. <laughs> well, so. You saying that uh, Jenna Bush Hagar shouldn't have got her job at NBC? No. Well, what was Jake? What was Jenna Hagar's degree in? Was it journalism? Was it what was it in? Journalism. Who? I don't think it was Mako from Texas. It was politics, right? From Texas. No, she got a degree in journalism. Okay, her sister got okay. the political science. Her sister got the political science degree. Okay, I, I knew one of them had one, and the other one had one. But the point is, is that when okay. I when I watched when I watched Chelsea Clinton on NBC, it was apparent that she had no talent. No. Okay. When I watched Jenna Bush Hager, who watch- worked her way up to the Today Show, she relates to a camera a lot better, and it's very personable. <laughs> and she doesn't hide the fact that the fact that she's a Bush helped her get the job, but she's done what it takes to keep the job. Right. Yeah, that's why you don't see Chelsea on uh, the Today Show anymore, because she sucked. <laughs> she did, too, though. I don't... I, I don't have a problem with someone using their name. I really don't. But when the when the organization is going to use the name for influence influence peddling, now the whole reason Chelsea Clinton got a job with NBC is because they wanted access to Bill and Hillary. Yeah. That that may be the same reason why uh, Jenna got the job 
No, because President Bush uh, made it very clear. President Bush made it very clear to all of his employees, political appointee or otherwise, that for 10 years after you leave, you cannot, and you sign an agreement, that you won't profit monetarily from your position. And if you look, you will find that nobody did. Mm. Um, the only exception is maybe Carl Rove, but Carl Rove was never a direct political appointee. He was always a special advisor, which he's not held to the same standard as a political appointee because within six months of leaving the White House, anybody who's a political appointee could have become a lobbyist, could have become lobbyist. a financial, cons- you know, whatever kind of consultant they want to become. But they made us sign ten year agreements. Wow. So um two thousand seventeen would have been the soonest I could have become a lobbyist. Wow. So and wow. and I'm not real I I don't care much for lobbyists. I never have. That's the whole suitcase of money deal and I'm just I've never been a fan of that. Uh-oh. Not saying it don't happen. You know, as I, I told you guys once before, there was a suitcase to encourage, you know, a certain bill to go a certain way or to strong arm politicians in my state to do certain things. And I will tell you that the organization that I donated the money to really enjoyed the money. So. <laughs> Guido is uh at it again. He's asking local officials to figure out a plan that can include closing parks, closing playgrounds, or opening streets, many of them typically teeming with traffic, now largely quiet. I mean, there's nobody in Times Square, but absolutely nobody. Okay. Well, here's here's the question, though. Shouldn't parks be closed? Yeah. I mean, if if you're if you're going to go all in and you're going to say, look, we need to we need to keep people at home. Why would we have the parks open? Right. Because what happens? Well, you've got twenty or thirty families that end up showing up at the park. Um. thinking, you know, well, we're going to be done with that and about. Well, the next thing you know, you've got 30 families all playing at the park. Well, guess what? You're defeating the purpose. Uh-huh. So, it's, you know, something to think oh, about. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. You know, I really like the way that, that that uh, Guido is taking care of New York. Now, on the other hand, you have Mayor Bill de Blasio, uh, He's a buffoon. Conrad de Blasio, who yeah. is acting like a petty ass at this point. Yeah, I saw his press conference. And it, is, it is totally laughable. President Trump isn't going to do anything to help his hometown. Um, he put a warship hospital off of your coast. In the Hudson. Okay. He, Let's 
think about that. De Blasio is warning National Guard troops on the streets of New York to help enforce the curfew. Now, Trump could order that, but Trump's never going to order that because that actually it's Cuomo that has to do that to summon the National Guard. Cuomo said he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it either. I don't. I because don't think I don't think we've of, risen to the level of that. That's stupid. No, no, no. That is that's ridiculous. And plus, there are enough police officers and and in New York City to control the streets, especially when there's no one on the streets. There are thirty-five thousand police officers in the city of New York. Okay, they can handle the streets. I, I don't see this, you know, when I when I listen to I listen to Guido as you call him. I listen to de Blasio, I've listened to Pitzer, I've listened to Lee, I've listened to Hutchinson in Arkansas, I've listened I it's kind of interesting because I've listened to several governors, DeSantis and you can tell the difference between the Republican governors and the Democratic governors. Okay? You can tell the difference between Republican mayors and Democrat mayors. It shows in how they handle things. If you look at the Democrats, with the exception of maybe Cuomo, because Cuomo put a squash on a couple of de Blasio's ideas, but they want a state of martial law in their cities and states. And, you know, People with cooler heads have to understand if you declare martial law, number one, you are going to get blowback, especially given that this situation does not rise to the level. Excuse me. Rise to the level of martial law. Uh oh. Quick, get a Q tip. Okay. Uh, no fever, no fever. Uh, this does not rise to the level of martial law. Okay? And people will push back on this. If you see if you see National Guard Humvees or military Humvees and uh, you know, armed vehicles start rolling down the streets of your town, what are you gonna think? It's going to be like, you're going to hear the British are coming, the British are coming, and yeah. every good old boy is going to start loading up his weapons and getting ready. Two arms, two arms. Okay. Because, and, and the president has a good grip on this. He said, look, we don't rise to the level of martial law. And it would take a lot. As a matter of fact, today I was out and about, and you don't know how many times I heard, martial law is coming, martial law is coming. They're going to be declaring martial law. I've heard that uh, within a matter of days, uh, the military is going to be activating. Their, the National Guard is already at their bases getting equipment ready. Well, the truth is that the National Guard was not at their bases this weekend. This was not their weekend for drill. I know this because my nephew, who are one, uh, calls me up wanting to know what his grandmother eats. So, um, yeah, I just martial law is one of those. One of those. It's got to be a lot bigger than what it is. If if 
if they were going to declare martial law, they would declare martial law in the city of Chicago, lock that city down, and go in street by street and start clearing out those gangs. That would be a good thing for Chicago. Well, you know it's bad for the gang. You know it's bad for the gangs when even they aren't out doing stuff right now. Yeah, really. Well, I remember, uh, y'all know I'm originally from Memphis. I remember being in some kind of martial law or something in Memphis when I was little. My mom had to take my daddy to work, and we had one vehicle. And I remember seeing... It was uh, uh, assassination. No, because I wasn't born into 64. He was assassinated before I was born, right? When, when he assassinated Wait, you, 63? You were born in 63? No, he was 64. assassinated in 67. Seven. No, in 67. Who cares? When, when were the sanitation strikes? Oh. I was in New York. No, well, nobody. New York did have a did have a sanitation strike a couple of years ago. Well, I was little when this happened, <laughs> and I don't know where my dad. I don't know where my dad worked then. I know he worked for Firestone and E. L. Bruce when I'm old enough to remember. But it was not the same. I'm going to my mama. Um, Martin Luther King was assassinated on April the 4th, 1968. Okay, I was almost four years old. I was two days away from being four years old. So it could have possibly been around that time. Now, they did lock down the city because they were worried about riots and all this other stuff. They almost lock down the city all the time, Fabian. We used to we used to have almost lockdowns at school because there'd be a fight every week. That's just how Memphis is. So one of, by the way, one of the one of the things we're going to discuss coming up in our upcoming episode is we're going to talk about the King assassination. Uh, Alberta King once told me that they believed that. Uh, James R. Ray did not kill Martin Luther King. Right. Well, there's, there's been that theory for years. And, and Right. And the family actually went on a tear trying to get him out of prison mm-hmm. because they felt he didn't do it. Um, if you look at how and hang on a second. Debbie, 